today I want to speak about five lessons that I wish I had learned earlier in business and I hope that they'll be useful to you. business for 10 years. It'll be actually be 11 years this year and some stuff has gone amazingly well and I am so grateful and thankful that I can do run my business full-time and do this and do something that I love but there have been some things that have been not so good along the way so I want to share those five lessons with you today so that I can help you potentially avoid some of the pitfalls that I've experienced along the way. So the very first lesson that I came across around about six years ago now, but I really wish I'd come across on day one, was taught to me in a book called Profit First. Now, those of you that follow my content and listen and consume a lot of what I speak about, you'll have heard me discuss Profit First before. Profit First is a book by Mike Malkowitz. I actually think I have a copy behind me. I do, that you can see over my shoulder there. And this book flips how we traditionally think of our finances basically on their head. And this might seem a little bit of a strange thing coming from an accountant because the traditional accounting formula says that sales less expenses equals profit. Profit first flips that formula a little bit and says that sales less profit equals expenses. So under the sort of current thinking, the sales less expenses equals profit thinking, what generally happens is money comes in and it goes back out the door just as quickly as it comes in. And the business owner is basically living off the financial scraps of the business. They're living over the leftovers, what is left as a result of all the spending. What Profit First does is it flips that formula on its head and it basically says, take out your profit first from your business. It's like the pay yourself first principle that I that Dave Ramsey talks about, but applied to a business setting. So it says, okay, what we wanna do is we want to take out our profit and then we run our business on what is left on the expenses. Now, if you have not read the book, I highly, highly recommend that you do. You can get it in all good books, bookstores. You can also get it on Audible um, and listen to it as well. Or if you want to get a PDF version of the five core chapters of the book, you can head over to annetteandco.co.uk slash pfbook and you can download the five core chapters there for free as well. But I highly, highly recommend that you go and you learn about Profit First if you do not already because this is a really core thing that I wish I had learned earlier. The reason I wish I had learned it earlier is because first four or five years running my business, I got to that, you know, elusive six-figure business, except I wasn't taking very much home. I was taking very, very little home for my business for me and my family to enjoy. And I was getting really resentful and I was getting pretty bummed about it, to be honest. I was getting quite annoyed. And I read Profit First and it all changed for me because I implemented Profit First. That's a big thing. Reading is one thing, implementing is another. But I implemented what I had learned and I also fed in a lot of the learnings that I had from my chartered accounting training, which I wasn't really applying to my own business. I fed that in as well. And I went from a place where I was, I was taking very, very little home to a place 18 months later where my husband actually left his full-time job and became a full-time parent, a full-time stay-at-home parent for our children. And we were surviving off my business, something which I could not have even dreamt might happen in you know two years before that. So it was a real shift 
in our in my business and it was a real shift in our lives and it was one that all came about as a result of profit first so i wish i had known about it from the very beginning because i would have been doing things differently i would have been thinking differently more importantly my mindset would have been in a different place and so i highly highly recommend that and that is tip number one that i have on lessons that i wish i'd learned earlier in my business now tip number two is profit planning. This is part of what I also implemented at the same time as I implemented profit first. So planning for profit, making profit a habit that happens in your business and strategically working towards that, making sure that everything lines up to your profit. So you might want to call this forecasting or budgeting. I like to call it profit planning. It's very similar, but basically it's kind of getting the numbers on paper, the budgets, the forecasts, but making sure within that, that you are profitable, that you are accounting for your take-home pay, that you are making sure you're gonna be setting aside money for tax, making sure all those things are layered in so that as you're hitting those targets and those milestones that you're setting in your business, you are doing so from a place of profit. You're doing so in a way that actually makes sure that you are going to be profitable. Now, with profit planning, I actually, in my Facebook group, I run a, a five-day live series on profit planning every month, every couple of months. So if you are interested in learning how to profit plan, I will pop the link to the Facebook group in the description to this video and you can click on that and come in and join and, and, and experience the next profit plan where I talk you through step by step each day exactly how to build your own profit plan. But fundamentally what it looks like is it looks like a forecast and a budget with profit, with owner's pay, with tax, with everything layered in there to ensure profitability and then we look at, okay, how do we actually implement that? How do we turn that into reality? Because it's all very well doing forecasting and budgeting and all planning and all those things, but if they're gonna sit on a digital bookshelf for the next 12 months, there is no point in doing them in the first place at all. So that is number two, is profit planning. Learning actually how to profit plan and how to implement the profit plan. That is the second thing that I wish I had learned way earlier in business. Of course, during my training, etc., I learned how to forecast, but not in this way, not in the way that was detailed enough to ensure that it actually becomes reality. So that's something that I, I taught myself from my training, and this is something that I help teach other people with as well. So profit planning is number two, the thing that I wish I'd learned earlier in business. Number three, what gets measured gets done. I know you probably heard that phrase before, but it is so incredibly true. So if you are wanting to, let's say, increase the number of hits to your website, measuring that and tracking that on a weekly basis gets you really focused on what you need to do to start changing those numbers, to start moving them up, to start impacting the data for that. Or let's say that you want to hit X number in your email list by a certain date. Again, tracking and measuring that on a weekly basis, again, gets you really focused on what you might need to do in order to get there because you can see the impact of your activity on the numbers. So basically, it's the same with the rest of the data in your business as it is with the financials, making sure the activity tracks to reach the goal that you want to achieve whatever that is. So if there is a lead indicator in your business where you say, okay, well, I know that if I get 
X number of inquiries a month, there that will turn into Y number of clients. You start tracking the data that links to that. You make sure that you know what data feeds into it and you start tracking it. You'll be amazed how much closer you're getting to your targets and to your numbers when you start being really, really aware of them. And looping back to the first point, that is one big thing that Profit First does for finance is it makes you much, much more aware. And that will always help in reaching your goal. So number four that I want to share with you today, number four is success leaves clues. Again, a phrase that you may have heard many, many times before, but it really does because when I started out in business, I listened to a couple of gurus, which in hindsight probably weren't the best people to listen to. I discovered some things subsequently about them, which showed me that they weren't really the person that they were claiming to be. Their values weren't aligned to mine and things just weren't, weren't quite right. They just were a bit off. The thing is, we can see all these things that people post online. We can look at all the, you know, fancy landing pages and get pulled in. But it's really important to actually watch people's actions and what they're actually doing rather than just what they're saying. So making sure that you are comfortable with people that you follow, people that you aspire to be like, people that you want to implement their stuff, making sure that their values are in alignment with your values. Because if they are not, and if what they are saying is not in alignment with what they're doing, then you're gonna have some friction there, you're gonna have some issues, and that might just cost you a lot of money with very little results as a result. So making sure that when you are looking for advice, when you're looking at people perhaps to emulate, to follow, to join their groups, to join their programs, whatever that might be, making sure firstly that you feel like your values are aligned to their values based on what they are doing, not what they are saying outright, but actually the actions they're taking, making sure your values are aligned and making sure actually what they are saying and their, their actions are aligned to each other because otherwise there's gonna be some funny mismatches there. Okay, so success leaves clues, but don't just look for the superficial clues, look underneath for those clues, those things that you're not being blatantly told those other things as well. And this leads on actually very nicely to lesson number five, which I wish I had learned earlier, and that is trust your gut. That might sound a little bit kind of fluffy coming from an accountant, but it is so important because most of the time, in fact, I'm gonna go and say all of the time, our gut is right, okay? I'm sure if some of you have been in business for a while, you'll have that thing where you were like, oh, I don't know if I should take on that client or customer, it feels, feels a little off. Lo and behold, three months later, they're a real pain. Okay, we've all been there. So trusting your gut and really going with that is a big, big thing and it can be really hard. There's lots of noises, particularly in social media. So trusting really how you feel can be really difficult because you're getting lots of information from lots of different angles, but it's incredibly important whether it comes to somebody that you want to hire in your team, whether it comes to a mentor or a coach, whether it comes to your strategy in your business, whatever that is, make sure you trust your gut. So those are the five lessons that I wish I had learned earlier in business. Profit first, profit planning, what gets measured gets done, success leaves clues, 
and trust your gut. I really, really hope by me sharing those with you that that is gonna be helpful to you as well. For those of you that don't know me, I am Annette Ferguson, CEO of Annette & Co. I'm an income strategist, profit mentor, and I help business owners take home lots more money for them and their families to enjoy. So I hope this has been useful for you in the lessons that I wish I had learned earlier in business. And maybe you can avoid some of the pitfalls that I went into. I massively appreciate your time. Take care. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you do like what I share, please do come and subscribe to the podcast, perhaps even leave a review so that other people can find this podcast as well and benefit from everything that I am sharing. Also, if you enjoyed, I would love if you want to take a screenshot of this episode, share it out onto your social media platforms. If you do, please, please do tag me. I'm Annette underscore Fergs on both Twitter and Instagram. So if you tag me, I can come along, give you a follow, give you a like and some love over there as well. Until next time.